check out the Offtopia podcast where we discuss art, music, and writing. The show is available on all major platforms, and consider joining our Discord and meeting our community. Offtopia. Can't stop, won't stop. This podcast contains strong language and adult situations, and may not be suitable for those who are easily offended. Welcome to Fuck My Work Life's Afternoon Break, a quick getaway from your daily grind. Step away from whatever you're doing, grab your favorite beverage, put your feet up, and enjoy. Hey fuckers, welcome to the Afternoon Break. I'm Jay. And I'm Kay. And today's special guest with us is Matt from the Decaying with the Boys podcast. Hi, Matt. Hello. How are you? Good. Good. How, how are, are you? you? I'm doing well. Thank you guys so much for letting me come on this podcast. It is one of my favorite podcasts to listen to. Uh, it gets me through my week. That's for sure. Uh, just hearing the the zany stories that other people submit and the things that are going on, it makes me feel uh, a little better about what happens at my job. <laughs> That's the that was kind of the point of it. So good. Yeah. I'm glad it's serving its purpose. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. So why don't you tell everybody about your podcast? So uh, it's myself and my buddy Adam. Uh, we are a combat sports focused podcast. So we talk about everything from professional wrestling to uh, MMA, uh, everything in between. And then we'll do some pop culture breakdowns. We'll talk about horror movies. But the very core of everything, it's it's all about beer. Uh, Adam is a really skilled brewer. Uh, he's been in collaborations with big breweries all across uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, most notably, coming up, Leaning Cask is gonna they're gonna brew up a beer uh, for a big convention here in Pittsburgh. I'm just happy to be a part of that. Um, so we focus on uh, local craft beer in every episode. We like to try to bring home brewers and professional brewers on and talk to them about combat sports and confuse the shit out of them. So it's, it's fun. (laughs) (laughs) And you assist with the brewing too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I assist. um, So Adam shows me as much as he possibly can. Uh, It, but when it boils down to it, when you're, it's like 180 degrees in there, very close quarters and just two big dudes, we just can't bump into each other. So I've taken more of like the, of like the organization and cleanup side of things. So uh, I let him be the mastermind, the brains. I light all the fires and I clean up all the messes and I learn <laughs> as we go. So I do know how to do some stuff, but I, you couldn't leave me alone <laughs> and brew beer. <laughs> yeah. So do you, do you homebrew at all for yourself or? No, no. So unfortunately with, uh, you know, the podcasting and the full-time job and the kids and all the other stuff. If I try to squeeze one more thing in here, I might not have to worry about having full-time kids and a full-time because <laughs> it'll, yeah, some things will get uh, taken place of. <laughs> yeah. That makes total sense. <laughs> I've wanted to try homebrewing, but it seems very daunting. Well, I would say if you want to homebrew, it's not that crazy anymore. You can, you can do it's, it's all in levels. You can brew in a bag, uh, which is pretty simple. Uses a bunch of extracts and some high temperatures on the top of your oven, or you can start working towards like plastic fermenters and things like that. Staying still under about a hundred bucks to do everything. Huh. Get about a five gallon batch, and the recipes are pretty much preset for you. So all you gotta do is just pay attention for the yeah. most part on those ones. So you could do it. 
Is there huh. a recipe for Coors Light? <laughs> I will tell you my recipe for Coors Light, but I know how much you like it, so I can't do that. <laughs> The oh, what is it like? You... Pee in water and then drink it, and you know no. you'll be good. Uh, uh-uh, no, you 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 yell racist things at water until it turns colder than the mountains, and then you can put it in bottles. <laughs> well, I'll be a son of a bitch. I've been doing that for years, man. Jesus. Are you the head brewer, of course? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so, on that note, <laughs> I I heard you got you got some good work stories for us. I do. I do. So I have been in the public service field for uh, 15 years now, and I've done it at every level, local, state, federal. Um, I really enjoy helping people, uh, but it's just like driving a car. If you drive a car so often, you eventually see a wreck, just probability statistics. So when you work with people that are in some of the most, you know, rough times of their lives, you're going to see some stuff, some things are going to happen. You're going to be around things. And that's where a lot of my stories come from. Uh, and one of my favorite stories that I can now tell because there's like tons of time from there because a lot of this takes a lot of confidentiality. But this one, I love this one. Um, so I was a, uh, a mental health case manager in a very small county here in Pennsylvania. Um, I have a big background in substance abuse treatments and, uh, and mental health treatment. And I really love both those populations. This job was like a no-brainer. I'm definitely down for this one. So I was a forensic case manager. And I had a gentleman who called me like just, just freaking out. He's like, Matt, Matt, I got a DUI last night. I have to appear for a, a formal arraignment this morning. It's going to be at the, at the magistrate, the small town. All right, got you, man. Uh, you need a ride, don't you? He's like, yeah, I need a ride. I, I need a tie. I need a suit. I was like, I got you, man. I'll take care of you. So I got everything together. Get to, I drove. It's like an hour and a half to get to his house from where I'm at. Pick him up, put him in my car. We're driving. He's freaking out the whole time. I'm going to go to jail. I fucked up so bad. It's like, no, man, listen, you're with me. We have a good, solid game plan. Let's just work this out. We'll just, we'll just share with the judge what we've been up to. All right, man. Cool. We get to this courthouse and and it's just exactly what you think it is in rural Pennsylvania. It's a street with no houses on it, a couple trees, and then a magistrate's building. <laughs> Just oh, smack dab there. And it's like, it must be the only thing in this town because the parking lot is huge and everything's well manicured. So all that town's uh, tax money went to just that building. Uh, so we get into this little building and they check you in, pat you down, do the whole nine yards. Um, and I'm sitting there with this guy and, and we're talking back and forth. He's still freaking out. And a bailiff pokes his head out. And he goes, Matt Anderson, Matt Anderson. And I was like, oh, maybe the judge wants to talk to me first because he knows that I'm here because I signed in on the witness sheet. Maybe he wants to talk to me first. So I go in and uh, the bailiff stops me before I can come through uh, through the aisle. And I was like, all right, man, pretty nice outside the door there. And all of a sudden you're stopping me. All right, cool. So you sit right there. I didn't know anything about a courtroom at this point. So I just sat down where he told me to sit down. It's cool, man. I got you. Why do you look so pissed? <laughs> you want to hug it out? Like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> so I'm sitting there and judge comes out. Oh, Roz. Everyone has to step up. And we're all like the pledge of allegiance. Like we're back in grade school. I'm like, what the hell's going on? And he's like, everyone sit down except for you. And he points at me real, real sternly. I was, and I'm, maybe 22 23 years old and i i have a pull of paralysis in my stomach just like it's 
I'm oh, what is happening? Yeah. And I'm wearing my nicest suit that I borrowed from my uncle because that's what I could afford <laughs> at the time. And uh, he's like, what do you have to say for yourself before we even get started here? And I was like, well, I went to college at Waynesburg. And he's like, so you went to school and you put on a suit and we're not going to pretend like you've endangered entire communities with your your disregard for human health and, and respect. And I'm like, and in my brain, I'm going, what the fuck is going on right now? I don't. <laughs> yeah. So finally, I work up enough courage as a early, early 20 something. And I was like, your honor, I, I just have to know what exactly did I do to deserve this talking to I'm getting right now? And he's like, it's a guy like you who puts on a suit and comes in here and tries to pretend like you're not driving your car, blowing a two five rushing through stoplights, hitting curbs, hitting into other buildings, hitting into other cars. And you're going to get away with it because you wear a suit. Pathetic. I was like, I was like, you did. Yeah. I'm, and I was like, oh, no, did I do that? And then, like, the Steve Urkel moment, did I do that? Like, did I actually do that? And I was like, sir, I I think you may have the wrong person. He's like, is your name Matt Anderson? I'm like, yeah, Matthew Anderson. Is Matthew Alexander Anderson? Said, no, Matthew Paul Anderson. He's like, show me your license. <laughs> Lost it out, hand it to him. He's reading my address, and he's comparing it to the docket sheet, and he just goes, Oh fuck! Like on record, <laughs> I'm, he, he's like he can't even wait. He's like, get out of the courtroom right now! Just get out of here! I rush out. I'm sweating. I have full sweat pouring down my face. The guy that I've calmed down for hours sees me <laughs> pop out, and he's like, "What the fuck happened?" I was like, "I want to go back in there, man, dude. Don't go in <laughs> there, man." You're it's not fucked, safe. man. It's not safe. <laughs> so the bailiff comes back out way nicer than the first time. <laughs> He's like, let me talk to you real quick. I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm so <laughs> nervous. He shows me the sheet and it says the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania versus Matthew A. Anderson on the docket sheet. And the charges I got to read were like uh, it was DUI, third offense, fleeing and eluding high rate of speed. It was just dangerous, dangerous charges and allegations. And I was like, that's not me. <laughs> There's no way yeah. that's me. Yeah. Uh, but I, I leaned into my guy and I was like, I think I got most of the heat off of you, man. So your, your hearing should be cool. Like we should be fine. <laughs> I thought for sure when you started this story, I, I started to smile at one point. I was like, oh, he signed the wrong part of the paper and they felt like they thought that he was there with this guy, but he was actually that guy. Yeah. It sounds like they just completely fucked up. Wait, or was there somebody with your same name there being charged that day? Yeah. Well, with a different middle name. Right. So that guy, I guess must've showed up later. um, Cause we were there for a 9am hearing. So, uh, and you know, Looking back, I couldn't even tell you what time that other hearing was, but I was just – I signed in, did what I was supposed to do, and I'm sitting with this guy and, and trying to calm him down. Yeah. <laughs> then all of a sudden, I'm shitting myself. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the judge tried to come out and talk to me afterwards, and, and I was just it, – it was I was like a puppy who got hit with a newspaper too many times. I was just like 
flinching. I was like, yes, sir. Okay, thank you. I was maybe, I don't know, six months out of undergrad. So I was brand new out the box. I just got done working at Fox's Pizza. Like, I have no idea what the hell I'm doing, man. (laughs) That is insane. Oh, my God. And the reason why I can talk about that one is because the guy that I was with, I kept in touch with him. He's one of the few that I kept in touch with over these years. And that was, I'm 36 now. So was that 13 years ago? Um, he's doing really well. And oh, it's, it's, yeah, he's clean, sober. He's got a wife, kids, great yeah. house. Moved out of Pennsylvania. Smart move. Um, <laughs> it, it just, and he's doing really well. And that, and that was a victory for me because I think that day I made sure that he didn't get yelled at as bad as I got yelled at. <laughs> so <laughs> all the heat off of him. <laughs> yeah. I took oh. that one on the chin for him. <laughs> so I heard that you have a story about. Chopping people up? <laughs> close. <laughs> close. Oh, yeah. close? Oh, okay. Yeah. You got you got some words in there. Uh, so Russian <laughs> Chop Shop. Uh, again, working with the public, I, I did uh, another job where I was helping individuals that were incarcerated, and I would put together a treatment plan for them, whatever their needs were through like multiple assessments. And I would get them out of jail so they weren't sitting there doing nothing and they would engage with meaningful treatment and find employment. And it would actually satisfy their probation as well, which was really nice. So I worked alongside of a lot of the agencies. And um, like anything else, the job the job was pretty overwhelming. So I, I, I had worked there for over a year and a half, helped a lot of people, but it was time for me to do something else that wasn't burning me out like a broken Christmas light. So I had to move on to the next thing. But uh, I was wrapping a lot of things up. And, and one of the things I like to do, uh, and it was like for my own mental health, I would like to drive around one day out of the week and I would pay rent for three quarter houses for people that were staying there to make sure they didn't have the burden of trying to find that for themselves to, until they got like a steady job. So uh, there was a great place and I was friends with the owner of this one three quarter house. Um, and for, and of course, for you know anonymity and everything, I can't say his name. So let's just call him John. Uh, so John and I had known each other before I even did that job. And I said, Hey John, I'm swinging through to pay rent for these two guys. I'm going to come by around like two or whatever. And it's my last day working at this job. I I am doing this and I'm going to turn in my swipe card and everything. And I'm going to a happy hour for my send off until the, into the great unknown. And, uh, so I was like, "Mm, I'll get there a little earlier. I'll go for noon. There's a great spot to get food. So I was like, I'll go there after it. So pull up this house, talk to these two guys, two young kids. And I'm, you know, tell them like, Hey, I'm out of here. It's my last day. Blah, blah, blah. Cool. Hey, John, here are the checks. I'll see you, man. I go outside. I'm like, I'm going to throw on some death metal, roll the windows down, go get a sandwich. It's going to be awesome. And I go <laughs> turn my car over and just, <laughs> and it won't turn. Just click, 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 click. I'm like, ah, shit, my battery. And then the other part of my brain goes, nah, dude, it tried to turn over. It's something else. Uh, so I like try to tinker with myself, realize it's way out of my league. John comes out of the three-quarter house. He goes, sounds like your fuel injector's broken, man. I heard it inside the house. I'm like, how the fuck do you know that? He's like, oh, I just heard it. <laughs> I was like, cool, man. All right, so uh, do you know any tow trucks? He goes, I got a guy. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, just hang out, man, and I'll get you towed, uh, towed to a shop that I use from all my fleet cars. So, okay, that's cool, man. So maybe 10 minutes, this tow truck screeches to a halt in front of my car. Guy comes out. I'm like, hey, man, what's up? How are you? Doesn't say a word to me. Just stoic. No look on his, just like 
completely plain look on his face. All right, cool. I have a serial killer for a tow truck driver. This is awesome. <laughs> uh, so I'm like, I'm like, hey man, do you want me to ride in the cab? Do you want me to ride in the car? He, he's like, cab. Cool. I'll get in the cab. So I'm riding. I'm like, hey man, where are we going? So I could text my wife, and he just won't answer me. He's just driving. And I'm thinking, I'm going to die, man. Like, this guy's not even making eye contact with me. I just need to know where I'm going. So he takes me, I don't know, 15 miles away from where I was easily. And I pull up to what looks like an old, like, Midas store. There's Midas, like, and they ripped the the letters out. So only, like, the silhouette was left on top. (laughs) So I show up, and there's just, like, pieces of cars everywhere. And I was like, man, these guys stay pretty busy this is awesome, man. Like they must know what they're doing. There's lots of business here. I walk in and, and the tow truck driver's like, tell them John sent you. So, okay, I'll do that. I walk in, there's a guy behind the counter and he's just sitting there staring at me as I come through the door. And I was like, Hey man, how's it going? Uh, John sent me, did he call you? And the guy just stands up and starts yelling in Russian, just screaming at me in Russian. And I, I know, some door of the explorer level Spanish. I don't know <laughs> shit for Russian, but I can identify Russian. I'm like, I don't, sorry. I don't know. Uh, John sent me and he's just, just yelling, yelling. A young kid comes around the corner, maybe half that guy's like a younger guy he comes around. He's like, dad, 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 stop, stop, stop. This is John's friend. John sent him like his car is broken. Fast forward to them pushing my car into the slats and putting it up. He comes back out. The old guy comes back out. And all of a sudden now he knows enough to give me price points. And he goes, <laughs> he's like, fuel injector, no good. Replace whole thing. I was like, well, yeah, I mean, if that's how the car works, then I guess that's what I'm going to have to do. He's like, $4,000. I was like, what? <laughs> I, was, I was like, and I was and it like just shocked me. I, I I was making no money. I don't have four thousand. I don't have four thousand dollars now. And uh, I was like, hey man, is do you do payment plans? Like, can I like pay like as enough, much as I can up front? He goes, three thousand dollars. Three. We go back and forth on this. I don't have enough money thing until he gets it down to about nine hundred to a thousand dollars. Oh my god. I text my girlfriend at the time, now wife, and I was like, honey, can I borrow $1,000? She's like, yeah, sure. And she puts it, just wires it over to me. I pay this guy. And he goes, yeah, half hour. I was like, half an hour for a fuel injector system. Okay, cool. A car screeches up. Guy comes out with a cardboard box with, like, packing tape around it. He runs in, hands over to the guy. That's my fuel injector. It came from somewhere. Cause I was driving a Sebring. He just like hands in his box. I see them open it. And then he goes, go, go do something. I'm like, what, what do I go do? There's nothing around here. And then I then proceeded to watch four or five Russian guys, NASCAR pit stop. That <laughs> it was like zip, 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 fuel, boom, 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 done. Puts it down, rolls it out. And he's like, we topped off. Fluids, good. <laughs> Tell John I said hi. I got back in time for five o'clock to turn in my swipe card wow. and all my shit. <laughs> and I'm just and everyone was like, "How was your last day?" I was like, "Fucking unbelievable." <laughs> Absolutely. I need I need all the beers. Give me all the beers. <laughs> That's 
crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And, it and reminds me of like a TV show, you know, like some sort of like. That story has so much more to it as well. Like the, it, it was just like the dad wanted to fight for sure. We had to yeah. call John on the phone. All of a sudden, John knows Russian, just jibber jabber and Russian back. I was, it, there are so many more elements to it that I wanted to make sure I didn't like, I pared it down. It was nuts. That's crazy. I, I got home and told my wife, I was like, I don't know if I'm supposed to like not, if this, is, if this is the matrix, I am rebooted right now. I should have died back there and I'm plugged back in now. I'm frightened. <laughs> and how does John know this guy? Cause John, John likes to have his fleet cars in tip top shape. And if you can get a whole fuel injector system from the shop, yeah. <laughs> Oh goodness. There's some poor, there's some poor Sebring on the side of the road. That's missing their whole fuel injector. system. Absolutely. That guy just has like broken boxes back. He's like, this is mine now. <laughs> just took it. <laughs> awesome <laughs> oh my goodness oh yeah that's uh that job was nuts i i was probably i was getting people out of jail at least twice a week and just taking them to like all, like inpatient and all kinds it was great job really loved it um but the pay was awful you couldn't you couldn't make a living off that it was yeah. it was too much go work back at the pizza place man <laughs> yeah. the pizza place I got into a fight with a cokehead in my store. That was awesome. Got oh, <laughs> guy, guy was smoke guy was smoking crack out by our dumpster and I was throwing shit away. And he was like, What are you doing? I was like, ah! <laughs> he ran through the back door with me and we got into a back and forth. I'm like, I'm yelling for my buddy Sean. I'm like, Sean, please help me, God Christ. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna put that story in though. Oh yeah, that's definitely <laughs> going in. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Matt, for sharing yes, your stories thank with you us so today. Much. Why don't you let everyone know where they can find you and your podcast? Wonderful. Yes, uh, we are at Decay and WTB on all social media. That's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can email us at decayandwtb at gmail we have everything else too, the Redbubble, uh, where you can get dad hats for $19.52. And we are doing a charity event right now, just to plug it if I can, because you guys are awesome. And I know your listeners will be awesome too. We're doing yeah. Make Peace Not War. We uh, we brewed up a cream ale and it has special label, labels from Hoot Design and First Sip Brew Box. And it's hard for us to deliver beer out to some fans outside of Pennsylvania, but you can donate. Um, so if you want to search that out, just get on us with uh, Decay and WTB and you can find out how to donate to support for the Ukrainian refugees and an animal shelter that we're pouring a bunch of money into with the beer sales. Nice. Very cool. I'll I'll steal that link from you and put it in our show notes yeah, too definitely. for this. Thank you. And I st- I, I kind of want some of the beer. I don't give I a know. shit if it's flat by the time it gets here. <laughs> I think there's there's legal, there's laws, right? Like Pennsylvania has crazy like oh. alcohol laws and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're holding us down, man. <laughs> yeah, <in> Pennsylvania. <laughs> it's bullshit. I want some of the beer. <laughs> Just wrap it in a t-shirt and say you're sending us a shirt. <laughs> yeah. It'll be good. Well, I know you guys on your podcast, like when you talk about like the, the brews that you've got going, I'm like, oh, tr- I want to try that. That sounds really good. I want to try that one. <laughs> uh, it's uh, And then like, and the cool thing too, is we make friends with a bunch of other brewers. Like this guy, uh, Cellar Works, this is 50 foot robot. So it's a, it's a double hazy IPA, just makes incredible stuff. It's just, 
that's the good side of the podcast. We make friends with a lot of these other brewers and they like us enough to want us to review their beers. So they hook us up. It's pretty nice. nice. Well, everyone go check out Matt and Decane with the boys. Um, we'll put links in the show notes so you can find them easily. And uh, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. Matt. Thanks a lot, man. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it again. And I love fuck my work life podcast and everyone else should too. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you so much. <laughs> All right. Bye, fuckers. Bye, fuckers. Bye, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining our afternoon break. If you have a workplace story, email it to fmwlpod at gmail.com or call our rant line at 310-818-3273. Please follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss out on new episodes. And if you're enjoying the show, take a moment to rate and review. You can find us on all the socials at FMWL Pod. Come say hello and check out all our amazing indie podcast friends. Until next time. Bye, bye fuckers. I don't know about you, but with a busy work schedule, I never have time to sit down and read. Luckily, there's Newsly. Newsly is an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. It picks up articles about the most trending topics on the web and reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time ever, the entire web becomes listenable, all in one place. You can browse articles from topics you choose and just start playing. Follow specific topics from sports, tech, business, science, or Bitcoin. Newsly will find you the latest articles and read them aloud. They even have digital radio. And do you want to know the best part? They have podcasts. Explore trending podcasts from over 80 countries. And you can find our podcast, Fuck My Work Life, there too. Download and try Newsly for free by visiting www.newsly.me or clicking on the link in our show notes. And be sure to use promo code FWL for a one-month free premium subscription. Stop scrolling and start listening with Newsly.